You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. All right. Well, today on The Heidi Rue Show, we have Gabrielle Doria. We've already been chatting, and it's just been so fun. So I know you're going to love her. So what I have her in today to talk about is you may be able to relate to this, that sometimes out of our own struggles, we end up finding this purpose in helping others through those same struggles. And it's kind of this beautiful thing. And so that is exactly what Gabrielle has done. She struggled for years with some health issues that we'll talk a little bit about. And that kind of led her to getting her certi- to being a certified health coach through Emory University. And then not only that, but she's taken even a step further. And now she's doing something that's coming up this fall called Well Seen Atlanta. And it's just this huge wellness conference. So we'll talk about that as well. But first of all, Gabrielle, welcome to the Hi, podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so let's just dive in, you know, at the very beginning, let's talk about those health issues. What happened and how did you discover that? Sure. So So it all started about four years ago. I was a healthy, you know, my late 20s. I was healthy. I was traveling. I was working, like living my best life. And I went to brunch with my husband one day and I was eating a chicken taquito. I'm not going to tell you where I was, but (laughs) I was having a chicken taquito. And even after I was eating it, something felt off. Something didn't feel right. Mm. And so I stopped eating. And later on, we went and um, we were trying on clothes. I was in a dressing room and it felt like literally an alien was in my body. The, it was like my stomach was jerking around and I couldn't stand up straight. And in that moment, my life has never been the same with my gut. Um, so after that, I went to a med stop just to see, you know, did I have a virus? Like what was going on? They couldn't figure anything out. And over about a nine month period, I went to 12 different doctors, 12 different GI doctors. I had seen, you know, my my regular primary. Yeah. I was going I w- they, they sent me to every single doctor that you can think of and tested me for every single thing under the sun and couldn't figure anything out. And it was scary and mm. I was losing weight and I couldn't digest food. I couldn't eat anything. My anxiety was an all-time high because, you know, something was wrong in my body and I couldn't figure out what. Yeah. And I was exhausted. Mm. Um, so I finally found a naturopathic doctor who discovered that I had small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, SIBO. Mm-hmm. I had a candida overgrowth from the food poisoning. Yeah. Um, because I'd had it for so long, my it um, triggered autoimmune issues. So oh my, my goodness. So my thyroid was underactive. And so it was just like a perfect storm of a mess <laughs> is mm. basically what it was like. But luckily, they knew how to treat me. And mm. I started getting on medication and, you know, supplements. And I had to make a lot of changes in my lifestyle, you know, to be better. Um, so it was rough. <laughs> it was yeah. a rough experience. That is the most frustrating thing is when you know that there's something wrong with you, yeah. but you can't figure out what it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's really hard, too, because I feel like women don't get taken seriously a lot mm-hmm. with doctors. And so that's one of the things that I'm really passionate about is just being your own health advocate. Because I remember I was at one doctor one time. and He's like, oh, you're just stressed or you're just tired. And he's like, if this hasn't killed you by now, you're going to be OK. Oh, my gosh. And I was like about to board a plane to Thailand. And I was like. Um, okay, that's, that's just not something that you want to hear. Like the bedside manners sometimes just aren't the greatest. And Mm -hmm. so it was just a really hard, it was just a really hard experience. Mm. That, yeah, that is so hard. But everything ended up working out okay. So what did, I mean, let's just first talk about 
the initial diagnosis and then what you had to do sure. to get healthy because I know we've talked we talked about this a little bit even before we started the podcast but that can be so overwhelming to yes. people when they're like okay you need to change this and this and this and this yeah. and this and then you'll be okay what oh yeah. my gosh totally and then there's so much research out there mm. too like the moment you get a diagnosis I'm sure I'm not the only one I was googling and I was seeing all this stuff and I was just sitting in my seat sweating um, so after I left the doctor, my first task, if you'll say, was going gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free. Okay. Now, mind you, I had never had issues before <laughs> with food. You know, I love food. Yeah. And so I didn't even know what gluten was. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what this is or where to find it or how to navigate it. Mm. Um, and I reached out to a friend of mine. Her, her mother had celiac disease, which is she, you know, can't have gluten. And I remember emailing her and asking, can you give me some resources? Um, You're the only person I know that's even had this issue before. Can you help Mm me? And she basically told me to just Google it. And and in that moment, I just sat there and I was like, okay, so I just got this. It wasn't a horrible diagnosis, but something that was different from my normal lifestyle. I have no idea what to do. I need someone to help me. Mm. So later on, that was one of my triggers for becoming Mm. a health coach because I needed that guidance. I needed someone to help me. Say, okay, this is where you start. Don't feel overwhelmed. I remember coming home from the doctor that day after being saying, you know, going gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and I looked in my pantry, and I was like, what do I do? What do, what do I eat? I didn't eat. Yeah. I didn't eat dinner. And bless my heart, my husband had no idea what that stuff was Aww. either. So we both just looked at each other like, I guess we're going to Whole Foods. So we go to Whole Foods, and we're just looking down the aisles and like, okay, I think this fits. And I had to learn how to read ingredients and, you know, really – It was just a whole different environment than what I was used to. And it was really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And I remember just eating the same thing for like two weeks because I knew that that fit in my thing. You know, I knew that fit in my diet and it it was just hard. Mm -hmm. It changed my relationship with my family and friends. Oh, I'm sure. Because, I mean, my husband owns a nightclub, you know, Mm -hmm. I I stopped drinking at that point. So it changed everything that I had ever done. My lifestyle completely changed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I couldn't just you know, freely go have dinner anymore. I needed to research menus. Um, On vacation, I needed to make sure I had enough food with me on the airplane or just snacks in case I couldn't find something. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, my whole lifestyle just changed and it was really hard. If you were to go back or maybe uh, what you tell your clients, if they get some type of diagnosis like that, what do you think you could have done differently or like a different mindset to kind of ease that overwhelm? When you're getting things like that, you have to remember that the day before you were still eating those things. Mm. And yes, it wasn't, your body wasn't reacting well, but it's not a death sentence. Because I remember when they handed Mm. me that piece of paper and like some things that I could eat, I was like, I'm, you know, a perfectionist, like we talked about Mm -hmm. earlier. And I'm like, okay, this is all I can eat. You know, it's very (laughs) strict. And you have to eat. You have to eat food. We have to have food to survive. So, I guess my advice would just be take it slow. Don't completely panic. Don't throw everything out of your pantry and think you can't eat it. You have to slowly integrate these things or mm. you will lose your mind and yeah. you will but and you'll feel defeated. Sure. Because it's impossible to make this whole lifestyle change. Yeah. I mean, here it's been what 4 years later and I still live that way and it's with ease. Mm. But it didn't happen overnight. Mm. I mean, it took time for me to get used to those things. Yeah. 
So the first thing you did was change your eating. Yes. And then where did it go from there? Yeah, so I went gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and I didn't have any sugar. Um, I really stayed away from, like, even, like, fruits I didn't Mm -hmm. have. Um, So I was on a pretty strict, you know, diet. Yeah. Um, I got on thyroid medication, and that was a whole story in itself. Um, And then I was on some supplementation for my SIBO. Uh, I did a lot of berberine, um, grapefruit seed extract, and some Mm -hmm. different supplements to really kill the gut bacteria. And then I started a really strong probiotic that, you know, really helped. Mm -hmm. And I tried a couple different things over the the years um, because I didn't kill everything at once. Like, it was definitely a process. And I really had to find out what worked for me because the the bacteria is really stubborn. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and um, I also had to really look at my, how I was digesting. I wasn't digesting well. So when I started a digestive enzyme, that was a game changer for me Mm. because food would just sit in my stomach and the bacteria just feeds off of it. And it's just go, people, people don't realize, they think that once they can just go on this regimen that they'll heal, but they have, there's reasons why this happened. You know, right. and, and I'm all about finding the root cause of why mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it doesn't happen. Like you said, even the the problem doesn't happen overnight. Right. And so the solution really, you don't expect it to happen overnight no. either. And I think that's one thing that we think when we, you know, even when we're going to these naturopathic doctors, mm-hmm. we know that they have a different approach. And so we just automatically assume that we're going to heal immediately. Yeah. And, you know, my healing took a long time. And not only did I heal physically, I had to heal mentally as well mm. because the anxiety, you know, depression, because when you're, I was bedridden for a good six months. I had lost 25 pounds. Oh I was under 90 pounds at the time. And so there's a lot that goes with that. You know, you feel isolated. You can't, mm. you have no energy. You can't just go to the gym and your whole life mm. has changed. So you really have to heal from the journey mm. as well. Yeah. How do you feel today? I feel, feel great. great. I feel yeah. blessed. You know, I, when I was in my 20s, early 20s, I was in college. I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. And I was driving down the interstate and I just had a thought in my head. It was, you're going to get sick and you're going to talk about it. And I remember Whoa. sitting in the car and I was like, uh, what do you mean? Like talking to myself, like, what do you mean I'm going to get sick? What kind of sick? Am I going to get cancer? You know, I kind of started freaking out. Yeah. And it was like, no, you're just going to get sick and then you're going to talk about it. And when I was, you know, I was bedridden for a good six months and, and, and two, that's hard for a relationship. Oh, I was planning yeah. my wedding. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was planning my wedding at this time. And here, my poor husband is like, I thought I was marrying this, right, you vivacious. know, vivacious, yeah. amazing woman. Right. And, you know, here she is like struggling. Yeah. So like, that's a whole nother story. But so when I was laying there and, and I was just thinking to myself, if I just had somebody understood what was going on. No one understood what was going on, what I was dealing with. My husband doesn't understand. My family didn't understand. My friends, you know, they're all living their lives and mm. I'm fighting for mine. And um, and that in that moment, I was like, I'm, this happened for a reason mm. and I'm going to make it through this and it's going to be great. And I just don't ever want anyone to ever feel like I did in those moments of helplessness. Mm. And so it, it was awful, but it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. It really so has. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So then after you started feeling better, that's when you went to Emory 
and you got your health coach certification. Yeah. So last year I got married yeah. in March and then I got my certification last summer. Okay. And um, I got it at Emory and there's different programs. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that want to be health coaches and there's a lot of awesome programs out there. Um, I wanted to do Emory because it's what I do is really Atlanta based and I felt like a lot of people know Emory and you know, that's reputable. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it it was great. Uh, It was a two month program and we learned so much amazing, amazing things. Yeah. So it was a great experience. So tell me exactly what a health coach kind of encapsulates or involves. Sure. (laughs) So it's pretty much any type of, like any type of coach, Mm -hmm. but my focus as a health coach, I really like to talk to people about women, especially because we're easier to work with. Uh Um, men are a little more stubborn. Um, <laughs> but I loved working with people with autoimmune diseases mm-hmm. and gut health because mm-hmm. those were my two big issues and yeah. I knew how to navigate that. But as a health coach, it's really to hold space for anything that you need to deal with. So okay. whether I know in the state of Georgia, we're not allowed to you know prescribe supplements or medication. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a slippery slope, but it's guidance. Gotcha. So it's really helping you, for example, if you know you need to diet and you're having a heart time. We, I really help you figure out why are you having a hard time with it? How can I keep you accountable? Mm. And it's mainly having that accountability partner to navigate any kind of health issues that you have. Okay. Because it's hard, you know, if you're on a diet, it's hard to stay accountable and, you know, your family and friends are like, oh, just eat that cookie. And you're like, I can't. So it's really having that person that you can call and talk to, Mm. to navigate you through any kind of health issues that you have. Yeah. That's so awesome. And, you know, just be there for support mm-hmm. too. You know, we all need support yes. and we don't ask for it. Yeah. And I needed support. I still needed support. Yeah. And it's really just because I went through it and I know what I, all my experiences, I feel like I can, I, all my clients, I've been able to tap into a little piece of what I dealt with. And mm-hmm. so it's been easier to hold their hand with that support. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're doing that. Yeah. So let's talk about gut health just okay. for a second. Sure. If there's someone that is listening right now and maybe they say, okay, yeah, I do kind of feel weird or, or maybe they're just like, oh, I just want to make sure I have a really healthy gut. What are some yeah. things that we can all do to mm-hmm. make sure that our gut is really healthy? Yeah, absolutely. I think first is having a good good, strong probiotic. I think that's really important. I even have my puppy on a probiotic. That's awesome. I'm all for it. And it's just changed his gut health. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, making sure you're not having too much sugar. Uh, I know sugar is everywhere and in everything. And it's so addicting. But I love it. It really wrecks havoc. (laughs) So, you know, really limiting your sugar. Mm -hmm. And I I know everyone says this, but eating your greens, I don't know. I know. It's so cliche, but it really (laughs) makes a difference. Mm. I mean, everything that you get from these greens, fiber, and it really helps you digest and, you know, have a smooth, I hate to say bowel movement on a podcast. Hey, look. Yeah. Go ahead and say it, girl. I I talk about poop daily, so it's not not even a thing. Um, And you know what, too, is stress. And Mm. I know that's cliche too, but it really matters. Like Mm. it really matters when you're stressed out. You, I'm telling you when I'm stressed, I feel it in my gut and it's just, you really have to keep that in check. What are some things that you do to help keep the stress kind of in check? I meditate daily. Um, I have to, um, I started going to yoga when Uh I was, when I was healed enough to where I could be physically active. I started doing yoga and that's, 
I remember I, I went into yoga the other day and I was crying. Like there was just some issues, like family issues. And I was just in tears. And my mm. yoga teacher just patted me on the back. She's like, it'll be okay. And I came out of yoga just smiling. Oh. And, you know, so it's really just, we're so busy all yeah. the time. It's really just having that moment to yourself mm-hmm. where you can meditate or just think and just be in your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. That really helps my overwhelm. Yeah, so true. Yeah. And then probiotics. I wanted to ask you what, because there's so many out there. Yeah. Are there certain things that we should be looking for in a good pri- probiotic? Or? <sighs> Probiotics are so hard because yeah. everybody's gut is so different. Oh, so okay. my sensitivities yeah. and, you know, my gut issues, I had to be on um, probiotics that didn't have dairy in them because okay. I had to avoid dairy. So if you have any kind of dairy issue, look for a non-dairy version. Um, I personally love VSL-3. Uh, okay. It's kind of expensive, but uh-huh. it's amazing. Um, and it's you actually don't even need a prescription for that anymore. You used to, but now you don't. And that's that's probably been my favorite. Okay. Another thing that a lot of people don't realize they have is histamine issues. Hmm. So that's one of the things that I was dealing with with my gut overgrowth. My body, I wasn't able to produce um, the enzymes to get rid of histamine. So I was having really bad allergy issues. Like I was sneezing all the time. Like my eyes were running. I was feeling like liquid in my ears. So I had to be on, uh, I got on the supplements called Dehist, and it's like a natural form of Zyrtec, basically. Okay. And it's amazing. So that's really helped my histamine issues in oh. check. So some people that have histamine issues can't handle certain pro- pro- probiotics because there's a, um, a couple strains that make the histamine issues worse. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody's yeah. so different with their, you know, if one really makes you feel bad, sure. pay attention to the strains in it and try to look for another one that doesn't mm-hmm. have those. Okay. But I also, I mean, some people recommend just doing probiotics with one strain okay. and some recommend some with... 20 different strains. So it's really just experimenting with you and your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have dealt with like um, digestive issues for Mm -hmm. like ever since middle school, I feel like. wow. And it finally was getting back in check, but I really struggled after a recent uh, surgery. And I realized that it was because I had been put on antibiotics and then those antibiotics Mm. uh, like strip those good, that good bacteria. Yes. And so I finally was like, okay, you know what? You are 37 years old. Heidi, you probably should be taking a probiotic more often and so I have and I'm telling you just even in like it's been like I think a month and a half so much better and now I'm like I have to have my probiotic every single day absolutely that's so so good and and mm -hmm. people don't realize that either Mm -hmm. and a lot of MDs are great I Mm -hmm. really think doctors are amazing but just from a preventative standpoint, sometimes I feel like the ball's dropped a little bit. Um, yeah. And But I've actually seen a lot of MDs that prescribe a good strong probiotic with right. an antibiotic, which is fantastic. Sure, Because totally. the risk of C. diff is huge, mm-hmm. and that's life-threatening. Yes. And I know my mom is the worst offender. Yeah, She takes an antibiotic like nobody's business, and yeah. I'm like, Mom, you've got to take a probiotic with it. Uh-huh. I don't even want you taking an antibiotic. Right. But if you are, and yeah. you need to, sure. take a strong probiotic with it. Right. Because you need that, you know, you need to get that gut bacteria back in check. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I'm glad you mentioned that about doctors, too, because I do want to make sure that sometimes I think I, I'm very pro-naturopathic doctor, Same. but I'm yeah. not anti-doctor oh, either. not at all. And I know you aren't either, but I just want to clarify that for anyone that is listening, that I feel like that we should just be doing a lot more overall together. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so anyways, that's just where I stand. 
Um, but I just want everyone that's listening to to know that it's we're not absolutely. Not I think MDs are great, mm-hmm. and I think I had great experiences with mm-hmm. doctors. My issue is that I was having so many issues at one time. Right. You know that quick 20, 30 minute visit. Isn't enough. And so that's why I love, you know, my naturopath because I'm in there for two hours. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, what else is going on? What else? Like, what else can I help you with? Right. And that has just been a game changer. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like on the, you know, the MD side sometimes, like I said, we're not focusing on a lot of preventative stuff. It's, it's, it's immediate, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just wish that we would pay a little bit more attention to that. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So if someone was like looking for maybe a naturopathic to kind of help out with the regular doctor and, Absolutely. you know, find that stuff. I mean, how do you go about finding that? I mean, do you just Google like your area naturopath doctors or are there certain things to look for? Yeah. So I, I'm trying to remember how I even found my first one. It was actually word of mouth. Okay. Um, Cause I was dealing with all these issues and someone was like, Hey, you need to try this place. And I had never even heard of it before because yeah. again, before I got sick, I wouldn't have known what gluten was. Uh-huh. I wouldn't have even known what gut bacteria was. Like, I had no idea. Right. Like, why would you know, you right. know? And um, so I remember Googling it and doing some research. And I feel like that's what everyone should be doing. Mm-hmm. If, you know, your MDs are great. Stay with them. But if you'd like to talk about other things and just a deeper ways to heal your body – you know, Google it, look in your area, but make sure you're looking at reviews because I think that's huge. Um, You know, a lot of these places, like even Google will have four stars or three stars and and it'll be reviews from everybody. And just be weary because I did go to one Mm -hmm. at one point. And when we, I told them what was wrong with me, they gave me a list of like 20 different supplements. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And my husband's like, you know, I really just don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that either. So mm-hmm. just like I said, look for reviews. Just make okay. sure they're not only in it just to make more money mm-hmm. and, you know, give you, you know, 20 different pill bottles of supplements to take. Because right. that's dangerous anyways. Yeah. Like, you absolutely. don't need to be mixing all those supplements, right, you know. Right, yeah. So So just do your and research. Too. And it's expensive. can it really is. add up. And, you know, yeah. sometimes, too, a lot of people I hear, they're like, natural paths are just so expensive. Mm. Well, not always. Some take insurance. Yeah. And so that's – so don't get, you know, shut off immediately that you can't afford it because mm. a lot now do take insurance – um, your blood work is usually covered with your insurance still. So just call and ask yeah, these that's questions. A, that's a great thing to call ahead mm-hmm. to and find out from the natural Absolutely. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Okay, so another way that people can kind of learn more is through the Well Seen yes. <laughs> conferences here in Atlanta yes, yes, in yes. the fall. So what led you to create this conference? You know, I was in New York earlier this year and I went to a conference, I'm not going to say which one it was, but mm-hmm. I was at a conference and I went, it was, um, it was a health conference and there was some amazing speakers there and big time speakers. But if I say it, it'll give it away. Yeah. And we left and they passed out a Welch's sparkling wine. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's like the sparkling. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Like wine. Yeah. Non-alcoholic. Of yeah. It. Yeah. And I just sat there and I was like. Okay, wait a minute. So I just listened <laughs> for hours right. about cancer and, yeah. you know, sugar and this, that, and the other. And you're passing it out? Like, the sugar stuff. And yeah. I'm not saying sugar is the devil. Sure. Have it in moderation. Fine. But in that moment, right. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so 
I had been struggling for a while because I love coaching privately. I love it. But it was getting to a point where I was realizing that everyone was having the same issues. Hmm. Like not even, you know, like gut or things like that, but just everyone was having the same problems. And so I kind of sat there and I was like, how can I reach more women on a larger scale? Okay. You know, how can I coach these women and teach them these things that, you know, I'm dealing with on a private level to a bigger audience? Mm -hmm. And I had just left that one conference. I almost said it. (laughs) I just left that one conference and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And this year, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do words. And this year, my word was magic. Mm. And it's been magical. And so I came home from that conference in New York and I was driving down uh, in Midtown and I randomly was passing this venue that I had just been in my thoughts a lot lately. And I just went in and I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. And I signed on the dotted line and asked what dates he had available in November on a Sunday because, you know, I didn't want it to interfere with Falcons football. Right. You know, we are in Atlanta. (laughs) So I made sure I looked at our schedule. Sure. And 11-11 was open. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and I just sat there and I was like, it's magic. 11-11 it is. And so that is when it is. It's at Upstairs Atlanta Mm -hmm. on 11-11. And I could not be – I could not be more excited. That's so awesome. Yeah, I am so excited. So what peop- what can people expect if they go to WellScene? Yeah, so my purpose for creating WellScene is I really wanted to create a community here in Atlanta because once I got better, you know, my lifestyle changed, right? And so I was mm-hmm. into different things and I wanted to find like-minded people like myself. Mm-hmm. And I was running into these people at different events, but I never felt like we had a place together. Yeah. And so I really wanted to unite the wellness community here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And so for this event, I wanted to educate women and empower women to live their best lives. And so it's really a mind, body, spirit experience for women um, actively pursuing their best lives naturally. That's awesome. And I, I want I want it to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know I go to all these conferences in you know, New York and it's for health coaches and people in the wellness industry, but I don't want it just for those women. Yeah. I want it for the mom in her early 30s trying to learn because she doesn't have time because she's busy with her kids or, yeah. you know, the woman that's in corporate America in her late 20s and she's busy and she works 40 hours a week plus and she's tired. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not eating right and she wants to learn. And so I really just want it to be for everybody. You know, just a big group of just amazing women. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. So if people want to go to attend, how can they do that? So you can go on the website. It's um, wellseenatl.com, and you can learn more about it. And we're going to be announcing more of our speakers here soon, and I'll tell you first. We got our headliner speaker, and it's Dr. Taz Fadia uh, from Century Spring. So she's going to be our headliner this year, Um, and she's incredible. I actually go see her, and she is amazing. She's an MD and she's just amazing. And to hear her speak, she just did a TED talk and she's got a new book out. And so one one of the things at the event, like I want it to cover all the bases that I talk about privately, right? Mm -hmm. So gut health and stress management. And, you know, I feel like women too, we have so many jobs Mm -hmm. right now, moms, friends, daughters, we're on the go more than ever. And we just need to sit Hmm. and just put ourselves first. You know, we can't pour from an empty cup, right? And I want this to be an experience where women can really learn that and feel it and leave like, 
I can do this. Yeah. I can, you know, work these jobs and do this and take care of myself at the same time. Like it can be done. Mm. Magic. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Just like magic, Just right? Just like magic. Yeah. So if someone wants to be able to be involved as like a sponsor, how okay. can they do that? Can they go to the website? Yeah, they too? can go to the website okay. too. There's speaker app or there's um sponsor applications. Okay. And we're still looking for more speakers. Yeah. If you have if you're interested in that, um, okay. we have applications for that up on the website as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're definitely still looking for a couple more sponsors. Just you know, anyone in the wellness community, you know, wellness brands like food products or you know businesses. Like we're mm-hmm. we're open to anything. That's awesome. Yeah. And how can people find you on social media? Yeah. So my Instagram, my personal is at Gabrielle Doria. Okay. Um, and then Wellseen Atlanta, it's at Wellseen ATL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Gabrielle, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Of course. Thank I you for having so me. Much. And um, I have to say that one thing that I feel like about your approach too is it feels so inspiring and encouraging yeah. versus feeling like any shame or there's sometimes that it feels like so regimented, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, a response to, to trying to be a little bit healthier. But it really is, can be magic if you just take it day by day, mm-hmm. learn a little bit more every day and put yourself first. Well, you bit. know, I feel like we're under so much pressure mm-hmm. and even to just impress everyone and act like we always have it together. And I just don't believe that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just not, it's just not realistic. Mm-hmm. And I went through this for a reason and I will talk about it. I'll talk about poop. I will talk about every <laughs> single thing that I have dealt with and you know, I'm proud of it. Yeah. You know, this has made me go on a completely different life direction and I could not be more passionate about it. And everything happens for a reason. So what you could say as one of your special skills could be a poop analysis. And I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty (laughs) cool. I love talking about poop. I love it. I'm kidding, but seriously. I'm going to use that clip to promote this podcast. this episode oh i'm just kidding no it's fine Uh, thank you so much for being with us gabrielle and i hope that we can see everyone at well seen yes absolutely thank you for having Uh me as a georgia peach she loves pleasing people so she wants to know how she can improve the show so let her know either on facebook twitter or instagram at heidi rue also be kind because she's my wife and if she has a bad day then i'm really going to hear about it